Hi everyone, welcome to the Reitzel Brothers Podcast. I'm Matt. And I'm Curtis. We are the co-hosts of this podcast. We are investor-focused realtors working with our clients to help them build massive wealth in real estate. This is a place where we talk about real estate investing, wealth, and giving back. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and join our private real estate investor group on Facebook called the Tri-City Real Estate Investor Club. Links are in the description. Enjoy this episode. So your property is uh, like a semi-bungalow or like a detached bungalow? There, yeah, detached. Can you make a semi as a duplex? Yeah, you can. Yeah. yeah, as long as it's big enough. If it's like a, uh, I mean, it depends what you get it for, right? You can easily put a one-bedroom in the basement if you're getting it at the right price and you're cash flowing. And, and I, I just wouldn't recommend buying properties that don't cash flow because, I mean, people do it because they want the equity. I mean, you're still getting equity every month. Uh, passive appreciation, you know, your tenants are paying down your mortgage a bit, but uh, I, we just don't, cash flow is king. <laughs> and is there, is there a reason for, because we have bungalow conversion, is there a reason why you do bungalows versus back split, side split? I know the answer, but... <laughs> They're just easier to do, for one thing. Uh, sometimes the side splits, back splits, you have to add an external door right. because of the positioning and stuff. And with, I think it's back splits, you can only sometimes get a one bedroom. Right. You know, so, but it's just, you know, path of least resistance. The yep. duplexes work great, or sorry, the bungalows work great, especially, like I said, walkout basements are beautiful. Yep. Um, but they're hard to find. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> And I know, I know we're going to jump into some of the deals here and some of the numbers, but if you're, say, buying for, like, you use the 450, the 460 number, let's say you bought for 450, uh, and assuming you were, you know, going in and putting in a brand new unit downstairs and not really touching up upstairs, um, I know that you and Dan, your partner, mm-hmm. I know you guys do the majority of the work, so you can save on that. I know you spend more time there but you can save on labor. Um, kind of talk about the numbers on like an ideal, you buy 450, how much you put in, sure. roughly what it's worth, do you think, on the back? Sure, I had a question here first. Yes, yeah. Uh, in terms of zoning, are there any residential zonings that don't allow it? Yeah, industrials, one, commercial, straight commercial, you can get uh, commercial residential, where they have this store on the bottom and you know apartments up top, but mainly it's, there, there's like so much zoning though that it allows yeah. for duplexing that, yeah, it's, not an issue unless you want to build up beside rim, but that usually is like industrial, well, right? And if you, um, I mean, I know for us, whenever we work with the client, but anybody can do this. You go city of Kitchener zoning, you have an interactive map, yep. and then you just go to the property, you hit zoning schedule, and then it says all the zoning zoning that it allows. If it's in a residential area, um, the chances of it being allowed duplex is like very, very, very high. Yeah, yeah. the reason we are in Kitchener is because pretty much anywhere you can duplex except where the Grand River Conservation is. Uh, We actually looked at a unit. I don't know if it was you guys. um, Looked at a unit. It was beautiful. Someone redid it. It was gorgeous. And I thought, why is this not sold? And it had a door to the basement, and it had a nice walkout basement, a brand-new unit down in the basement. And we thought, what is wrong? Until we make the call. And it's on the Grand River Conservation Area. No duplexing allowed. Right. So that's why it was still for sale. Gotcha. <laughs> and why? Sorry, you have a question? Go for it. Yeah, I was just backpedaling a bit. For anybody who hasn't dealt with the city before on this, what is that process like? Like, what can you expect? With oh, they're great. Actually, just walk in and say, this is what I want to do. 
and and ask them what uh, what do I have to do? What's what's my steps that I have to do? And they were great with us. I mean, Dan does all our drawings, and he's you they look very right? professional. Uh, but I'll tell you, they told us some people bring a napkin. Yeah, I want to do this, you know. And they're like, okay. Um, you know, and so they're real happy when you've got it all drawn out. And there's a lot of stuff that has to go on your drawing, and they'll tell you what has to go on there. Um, they'll tell you uh, if, they, actually, if you have a property in mind and you ask them, they'll even tell you if yes or no, if that uh, property has the parking that'll mat, that'll fit, things like that. So the city is pretty good at, at helping you out on that. And if you get the right uh, inspector, uh, they'll help you out too. You get some that aren't so right. right. <laughs> if you find a property that's already done, it's already got the second unit in the basement, although it's not zoned, it's not a duplex officially with the city yet, that process would be different, right? You pretty much just need an inspection instead of a permit because the work's already done. That's right. That? Yeah, they have a lot of changes came up. If, you were, if you're talking with the one that ha was within the Grand River Conservation, good luck, they won't do it. Right. But, I mean, there's people that'll have non-legal duplexes, uh, stuff like that. But if you find a property that's within the zoning and it's already done, uh, yeah, you just need um, you just need this inspection and they'll tell you if, if you need if you need like your CO2 hardwired things like that. Um, yeah, but now I think of late they have allowing um, if you have a, the ceilings already there in the basement, you don't have to take it down. You don't have to do the fire. I thought, oh, okay. So we take it down, trust me. Yes. That's a requirement, so that so has to be in there. You you ask, ask your HVAC guy. <laughs> yeah, because ours guy, he puts it in. It's You're right, it's within the furnace, and if there's a fire, if there's smoke, it shuts off the furnace so it doesn't pass the smoke to the rest of the house. Yeah. A couple hundred bucks, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, not thousands. <laughs> Yeah. You can do a five percent down on your first property. Uh, depends on what you get the property for. Oh, probably not. No. You got to do the numbers. Yeah. Putting that, putting that little down. Yeah, probably not. We did on our first property because the prices were half of what they are now, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, so we did 5%, but you couldn't do another one after that because now you fall within the 20% down because you have more than one personal residence. So, and the rule of thumb is 20% down. Yeah. And you might, I mean, some investors might put 30, 40, 50, some might buy cash. It really depends. Obviously, the more you put down, the less the return, yeah. right? But, yeah. 30% down to the beginning of 300 cash flow stuff because the prices are high. Yep. Yep. Yeah, prices are high. <laughs> but yeah, just you got to look at your numbers. If, if you can get a good um, sort of spreadsheet that will just pop them, I think you guys have one. Yep. Yeah, and um, it'll put in the numbers and it'll tell you right, give you right what your cash flow is and and whatever your personal preference. Like ours is three hundred. Some people it's a hundred. Like it's just, yep. but yeah, just do your numbers for sure, for sure. Yeah. When we do unit in the basement, it depends what we've got to start with. <laughs> if we have to gut it, then it's a little more cost, obviously. Um, but if it's a, just a, 
empty space, uh, I think we're at about 40,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if we have to do stuff upstairs, which usually we put in the washer and dryer, so you got a little more cost. So I think our last project was 55. Yeah, there's like really yeah. a bunch of big ones. Yeah, oh, yeah. And keep in mind so that. It's like not bad Yeah. And keep in mind that like you and Dan do a lot of the work. Yeah. So you're saving on labor costs. Oh yeah. I mean I mean obviously you have professionals come in to do certain roles, but yeah, a lot like of the renovations, HVAC. Dan's doing a lot of it and, yeah. and you too, right? Yeah, I get a laundry list of stuff to do on the weekends. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yes, so so in duplex you need a, a laundry upstairs and downstairs or do they can share? They can share but it has to be an exterior ex, uh, entrance. They can't you can't go from one unit, both units into the laundry unless you have fired or oh, it's big. So we just do it each their own and it seems to work pretty good. And it's easier to rent because if you've got someone living in one unit that's a neat freak and the other one's that's a slob and you go in the laundry room and stuff's everywhere, it just doesn't make for good yep. <laughs> community living. 